Hello and welcome to So You Think You Can Fanon. Please check the link tree in the description and see all of our beautiful, lovely, salacious links to listen to more. Thank you. It is a historic moment on the So You Think You Can Fanon podcast. For the first time in, in the year of our Lord, 2023, we have a guest on that isn't Sean Saxon. Everybody clap. Thank God. Thank God. We finally got rid of him. Well, he's our workhorse. We get so much content out of him. That's that's true. We'll unlock the I'm basement. Sorry. I'm sorry. He's he currently he's he is MIA. He's totally not locked in my basement underneath my home. Wait, but he's in, wait, but he's in my basement. How did he get in how did he get in your basement? See, we don't we don't answer that question. That's a little bit of a classified information between me and the Sean Saxum. That's that's fair. Just like just like that, we have classified information of what was really in the jar. Terrible, awful, <laughs> awful. So, would you like to introduce yourself, or do you want us to introduce you? Um, you can introduce me, and I can cover anything that you don't cover. <laughs> Uh, okay. All right. Well, uh, this is emo- this is emotional entropy, uh, SCP artist and uh, writer. I believe you're also a TikToker. Unfortunately. Allegedly. So, first interview question: What's up with the art? What? <laughs> you know, just like who does that? Who does the art? Who does art? Like you know. I wonder. Um, people who have either way too much free time or masochists. I may be the latter, but we don't talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Art is pain, and it comes in the form of SCP hyperfixations. That's fair. I mean, we we can't speak about SCP hyperfixations, because there was a point on this podcast where, like, 50% of our episodes coming out were SCP. And the other 50 were probably related tangentially. Well, I mean, you, you did get me and, and Jake's hyperfixation as you have a, a 3999 painting, which is like one of our That's favorites. That's true. This is true. This that is was true. The, the, the first ever recording that Sergio and I did where it was just the two of us. And it was supposed to be our Halloween recording. Everyone just like didn't show up for a reason or another, except for me and him. Oh, no. Just because like, I don't even remember what happened. Like... Everyone just got unrelatedly busy. And so Sergio and I were just like, oh, we'll figure out something. And then we read 3008 and 3999, and we'd never read 3999. Oh, boy. And we were just like... I had before. I had read oh, both before, but Jake had never. Okay. And then I was just sitting there like, oh, my God, this is so fucking good. I know. Not only is it so fucking good, but it's also like, oh my god, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, Hello? I know. It, like, it, usually, usually, like, our episodes consist of us, like, you know, being annoying and shooting the shit, but we were, like, dead quiet during that. Like, 80% of it, just, like, dead quiet. Just being like, oh my god. Yeah, I was oh, yeah. very surprised when I when I stumbled into the SCP discourse. One of the worst decisions of my life. But people don't <laughs> like 399. And I'm like, are you crazy? It's so good. I know a lot of people who do and a lot of people who don't. Personally, it is one of my top five favorites. I think, yeah, that's fair. I think I agree. 
I also think that Stonefish is a lovely person who should come Stonefish on our podcast Stonefish is an absolutely again. amazing person. Yes. Stonefish is off living their best life in retirement from the wiki. That's so I true. saw them okay. make one edit a couple weeks ago. So... Which one was the one where they drank the milk? Do you remember the number? That was... That was, um... I don't know, but it was, it was fucking hilarious. It was life-changing. See, see, the, the the thing is, is that is that that's a that's a common question. Which what was the number of the one where he drank milk? And I don't remember, and I can't find it on the milk hub. I don't think. I think I might have sent it. Yeah, I think we found it again, but I don't remember, I don't remember. the number. I'm terrible with remembering SCP numbers, except for when I do. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, if you go and you just like do a little scroll. It's probably somewhere there. Oh, oh six seven oh five. No, no. Oh, there we go. It's mystery solved. I know we've read it on the pod, the pod, but like, if you are listening and you didn't watch that episode, go read it, and then go watch our episode Please, on it. Please, for the love of God, read it. It's fucking great, especially especially the video. The, the video, video is, the is best so part. funny. Yeah, we because obviously this is an audio podcast, so if you listen to it, you didn't get the the full like experience of watching him drink the milk. But and just you, choke. you gotta do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so good. It Stone makes me fish came out with pretty much nothing but bangers. Makes me feel like I want to drink the milk. Oh no wonder it's not on like the milk hub. It's on the broken masquerade hub. On the broken it can still fit on the milk hub. I think somebody just forgot it. You can be on multiple Probably. hubs. It, I think, yes, there's also milk hub spilled milk and then the other milk SCP. I feel, I feel like I, I wanna... milk shouldn't be exclusive, you know? You can be a broken masquerade yeah. and a milker. You know, you guys really should just make an entire milk episode. Next April Fools, Sergio, we're doing the milk the milk episode. The milk episode. I, I want to have Lord XVNV on the podcast and ask him what his obsession is with milk. Because he just dropped oh the Key Lactus oh hub for Nightfall. That's also milk themed. Next time we're all together, we need to make like a 40 minute recording of us just drinking milk and then release it as an episode. My bowels will hate you. My bowels (laughs) will hate me too, but you know what? It would be really funny. It's worth it. It's all worth it in the end. We need to we need to see if the if if my if my math was correct and if drinking two gallons of true moo will give you a potassium overdose. (laughs) I mean it really depends because usually you vomit before the overdose starts. I'm built different. I would simply not. I would consume the milk intravenous. Among among myself and the SCP community, I am secretly known as the expired milk drinker because I once drank um, milk where the expiration date had been passed by like twenty days. What was what was and your thought I, process behind that? Let's pivot to um, that. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't smell rotten. It doesn't taste rotten. So therefore, I drink it. Mm, was it like chunky? No. It was fine, That's which was the weird part. Did you live? <laughs> I'm, I'm, well, I'm breathing right now, so I think you never so. Know. People can be resuscitated. This is fair. This is fair. 
If but I no, died I, drinking I expired milk and came back, way. I would tell people that I died, you know? like That's fair. Bragging right. Unfortunately, I do not have the bragging rights of death. It didn't give you any, like, downside, or did you get sick? Like, it was just like- Nothing. Nothing at all. I was perfectly fine. I'm so confused on how that happens. It's not the first time, either. I've had several milk-related incidents. Like, once I had a very- Like, it was a nearly empty, like, jug of milk in my apartment. It was in my fridge. And while I was, like, filming a TikTok, it was like, 12 in the morning I was on a live people were just there and you hear just this loud bang and it sounded like something exploded um the milk had ended up building gas inside of the jug and exploded in my fridge that's so cool I mean the cleanup probably wasn't cool but that's really cool it was very fascinating I got in an argument with our friend Kieran the other day because I I got um well just like a few weeks ago I got delivered to my house a uh a like pack of vanilla oreos like the white ones i don't know what the golden oreos i think they're called and, and the golden oreos yeah and and, and, a, th- and a thing of true moo because i really wanted chocolate milk and i really wanted golden oreos and he was confused oh my God. why i didn't eat regular oreos and regular milk because it's the same thing according to him oh, which no. is not also, the same thing just to be clear it's very not also, uh, you might want to give me five seconds. I forgot that there is actually just, this is going to sound very random. There is raw meat outside of my door right now, um, <laughs> my apartment door. It's been there for 19 minutes and I didn't do you care, even know. Do you care to elaborate on this? I will elaborate once I put that <laughs> shit in the fridge. Okay, that's that's. I fine. will be like five seconds. Talk amongst yourselves. Well, while she's getting her meat, we'll go on ad break, and we'll see you guys after the jump. We are back. Okay, so we've got we got that dealt with. Um, I can explain um what just happened. Um, so I decided to order DoorDash like an hour ago to get just groceries because I was like, man, I haven't actually made any real human food in a week. So I ordered. Um, what was intentionally meant to be a pound of ground beef so I could make goulash. Um, it's three pounds of raw ground beef <laughs> instead. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, what have so, you been eating if not human meat, human food? What have you been I, eating? I, eat, I do eat human food. However, um, I may or may not this entire week have been living off of Chef Boyardee and instant ramen noodles. I mean, that's the college experience, if you think about it. It is the college experience, though. It's just, like, survivalness, but I tend to like to cook at least sometimes (sighs) to make myself feel human. That's Um, fair. And I know people who have far worse eating habits than me (laughs) in this community. However, I am also amongst one of the worst of the same people. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's fair I mean there there is worse things you can do I suppose than just eating like Chef Boyardee and stuff every day like Sergio and I at college eating Moe's Southwest Grill every day for a whole semester 
Jesus. Which is a I, real God, thing. How, that how we much did. game fuel did we consume? I I uh, would no. put it in the realm of several gallons. Over I don't know of... how much game fuel we drank exactly, but I am going to say that it was probably the single cause of my kidney stone. <laughs> Horrifying. When I when I was first in my like college dorm and everything in my first semester of college, um, I was certainly living and uh -huh. i had this entire event where so in this community and among my friend groups i am known as the molded because for the some molded. reason things around me spoil extremely quickly uh -huh. um for some reason if i'm not careful and i had this cantaloupe right oh, God. um i had a cantaloupe it was in two layers of paper bags um and what ended up happening one day is I was like, hmm, maybe I need to, like, throw some things out. Things are really gross in my apartment. Not my apartment, but, like, my dorm and everything. Mm -hmm. I go and I check the cantaloupe. Um, it had molded through the bags and into the floor. That's awesome. <laughs> my my dorm had, we had a roommate. Sergio's gonna groan as soon as I start talking about it. We had a roommate named James. Um... <laughs> And the thing about my dorm, my freshman year of college, was that there was five people in the dorm. It was it was two double rooms and a single room. And we, four of us got along really well. We were all pretty good friends. I still talk to my friend, or my roommate Andrew to this day. Um, and then there was James, who, similarly to the moldy cantaloupe, I'm sure... Um, just left food out for, like, long periods of time and had no, like, boundaries or, like, any sense of, like, you know, when you have the, the door closed in your dorm, that means nobody, nobody come in without knocking. And he did not understand that. Um, he wasn't that bad of a guy in hindsight, but, like, I remember, I think it was, like, our first month of of dorming and he bought at one point like 10 little caesar's pizzas just to like oh, be no, like hey guys so i got us all pizza and we were like um okay he's just like me for real and then he just left them there for i don't sergio do you remember how long the this the pizzas were there for because you came over every day you were there you lived it <sighs> I don't, I'm honestly not remembering the pizzas. This was really early on, so maybe you don't remember, because there were way worse things in hindsight than just the pizzas. But there was, like, ten pizzas, and they were there for, like, two or three weeks. Oh, no. And he wouldn't even, like, eat the pizzas, too. It wasn't like we would only eat pizza, or he would only eat pizza for, like, the whole time they were there. There would be days where we would walk in, and he would be making a sandwich, like, on one of our beds. Because he needed somewhere to like put the put the the stuff down on to make the sandwich, and it wasn't his bed. And then I would be like, "Why aren't you eating the pizza?" And he'd be like, "I I, I don't want pizza." And Damn. so the pizza stayed for like two or three two or three weeks until we were like, "You need to you need to throw away the pizza." <laughs> like, please get rid of the pizza. It was it was a uh, it was horrible. It was evil. I think, okay, probably one of my worst stories, and it's also my most humili humiliating and um, 
Okay, so let's start this off. Have any of you heard of the YouTuber Daco? Yes, the Five Nights at Freddy guy. He's yeah. British. His first interaction ever with me was publicly calling me out and scolding me in the middle of a live stream for <laughs> my eating habits because I had accidentally eaten three-month-old goulash. And he paused his fucking game of Sea of Thieves just to, like, question my life choices. That's amazing. And... Did you know it was three months old when you ate it? Or did you discover that after you yes, ate it? Yes! I knew it was! <laughs> okay. I thought it was fine because I didn't see mold at first. But then when I looked down and it was, like, actually eating it, I noticed the spores and I was like, oh, fuck. And I just casually mentioned it offhandedly in the chat. And he was like, wait, 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 what the fuck? <laughs> what is going on in here in the chat? And I felt so bad! <laughs> Bully out of a live stream for eating moldy food. We can't have exactly. shit. We can have shit in this house. That's in, that's amazing. I don't think I've ever had anything that embarrassing, but I did get scurvy once, so I can. Oh no! I, I, if you've made you feel better, I will tell the scurvy story, so you're less embarrassed about the three month old galosh. Pull the scurvy story. How did you manage this? Um. So I lived with my dad at the time. Um, and it was around the time my dad got sick for a while mm-hmm. and I was like taking care of him kind of, but like not really. So I was just kind of like making food for us and just like chilling. And I just like make random shit. Like I made a lot of like chicken and rice. Cause I was like 18. I was like fresh out of high school and I was like, I don't know how to I be mean, a, chicken and rice an is a banger. Yeah. Barely people any know how to make that. But the downside is that I couldn't drive, so we would just kind of like go like go to the grocery store, like my dad would drive us and then we just like grab like meat and like rice and then go home. We didn't get like you know, fruits or vegetables or anything. And so one morning I'm like, my gums are bleeding a lot. This is weird. And our our friend Matt, who's another host of the podcast, um uh, his parents are both doctors. Oh no. And I'm like, Matt, my gums are bleeding a lot. Is this normal? And he's like, are they like weird and like kind of like fibery? And I was like, kinda. And he was like, you ha- you probably have scurvy. You need to eat like fruits. And so luckily, like the last time we went to the store, I got a big thing of cuties, like the like the like Oh, I love little, cuties. Yeah, the little oranges. And I was like, I am going to cure this. And so I just ate like five and then like every day for the next like month, I was just like eating oranges every day. And my, my girlfriend at the time would come into my house and be like, why does your house smell like oranges? And I'd be like, I don't know. And then, yeah, it stopped happening. And then my teeth are normal and I don't bleed out of my mouth anymore really except for when i like burn my mouth all the time (laughs) so that's the that's the time that i got scurvy amazing that nobody will let me live down it happens one you know like i get scurvy one time you get scurvy one time and then that's all you're remembered for (laughs) Uh, something about something about me I have I have a degree in in biology. I'm getting my master's in it at the moment, and I've I've always I've always been like 
knowledgeable about health and stuff like that. And I, I remember when this happened and I was, I didn't think people got scurvy anymore, but Jake proved that you can get scurvy in the year <laughs> oh, of our Lord 2016. It was like 2018. I wasn't that young. Don't give me credit. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. The moral me. of the um, story is don't get scurvy. I don't really have any stories of like accidentally like eating like fucked up food or giving myself a condition but i did get into an argument uh with a drunk guy at a colossal con um that if he hopped into the uh the pool the uh the high concentration of chlorine in the pool wouldn't dehydrate him because the skin is an osmotic barrier and the water won't leak out but he didn't believe me because he was getting hydrated to uh um hop in the pool so he didn't get dehydrated so yeah, as a as I was saying before, we uh, got interrupted by Jake's internet dying. My uh, yeah, my my big claim to fame: uh, arguing with a drunk guy over how the skin works. Uh, which honestly, I could talk someone's ear off about how amazing the skin is as an organ, but I was determined to get it into this guy's head that he wasn't going to dehydrate himself um, by hopping into the pool, this, even though Michael and Jake were telling me at, it was a lost cause. Was this at the con? Yeah, so that colossal. This. Was this That's Texas amazing. or Prime? No, this was this was Prime before a fanfic, uh, the fanfic reading panel. We were sitting on a couch waiting for it to start, and the and we struck up a conversation with some drunk guys. I think I remember, but there was a lot of alcohol in me too, so I don't remember. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> like like it sounds familiar. It wasn't Waluigi. Right? It wasn't Waluigi. No. <laughs> That sounds amazing. And skin it, is really fucking weird. And I say this as someone who has um, abnormal skin. <laughs> is there is there such thing as normal skin? Let's By technicality, honest. yes. Um, my skin is extremely soft and stretchy and very not normal. So it's not the average human skin suit. What do you mean by stretchy? Yeah, elaborate um, on that. So, you know how, like, sometimes, like, if you were to grab the skin of your neck by the side, I can stretch it about two inches um, away from myself. What causes this? Is it, like, a dietary thing? Is It, it is a disease, expired? apparently. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> is it all the expired foods that you eat? <laughs> yes, it's all the expired foods. It's caused me to mutate and turn into an unhuman being. But, uh, no, I'm currently getting tested for a thing called uh, hypermobile Ellis Donlos. So, basically, it means, like, the collagen <laughs> that you produce is defective. So oh. your skin and all of your, like, connective tissues work weird. It also means I can turn my, um, like, I can turn my arm 180 degrees at the back Ugh. of me. Like, plastic <laughs> man. Yes, I am plastic. You're, pl you're, <laughs> you're plastic man. But, yeah, anyways, like, your skin is super stretchy, and I didn't realize that that shit actually wasn't normal until this month. So, oh. yeah. It only took you, like, 21 years? Only took me to, 21 to years. you shouldn't be so stretchy. Well, I, yeah. well, I mean, it's not, it's not something that you could just, like, at, like, I don't know. It's, it, like, 
how 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 would you not know what or like, I guess mm-hmm. how, yeah how how would you know it was weird unless yeah, you asked? I, I guess I don't. Like, I don't regularly measure the elasticity of my skin, so I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I also just didn't know that EDS, like the HEDS was a thing until very recently when my friend, who does have it, took one look at me while I was at a pole dancing class with them and was like, you need to get checked. Um, That's not normal, because with my whole (laughs) arm bent literally like, at the back of my body, uh-huh. everyone was a little like, are you fucking okay? <laughs> uh-huh. But well, that's either fun. way, it's just like, yeah. I think I, I, I it's really cool though, because like when you look into it, skin is probably not only one of the most like sensitive organs you have, it also tells a whole lot about your health and it's also very absorbent. I know I'm so sickly pale all the time, and people tell me I'm sick. Like my skin, t- like my skin can show that or something. It's crazy. <laughs> you are just a uh, famished Victorian child. Yes, I'm a I'm a <laughs> I'm a famished Victorian child. This is the last thing I've ever read. Goodbye. <laughs> and just, do you want to like actually read some SCPs or? <laughs> Honestly, I feel like we could uh we we could just continue to ask you to elaborate on things that you say and then that would just be an episode. <laughs> uh, I, I I I do have some SCP questions that I'd like to ask you before we start. Oh yeah. Um so, well first, how did you get into it? Um I actually got into SCP when I was probably about 8 years old when I had initially watched um Markiplier's, you know, the first ever video he made in regards to SCP. That was in what, 2016? No, it wasn't 2016. (laughs) Um, It was his playthrough of SCP-087. Mm-hmm. And he did that, and I think it was like, it was pretty much like, fuck, man, it's been a while. But I think I, I was eight at the time, so it was probably somewhere around like 2010. Uh-huh. No, it wasn't 2010. When the fuck did he upload this shit? Um, <laughs> when was I eight? <laughs> it was in... Okay, so I wasn't eight years old. Um, I was 11 at the time. Uh-huh. And when I watched that, I got really interested in like what was going on. And then the very... The very first SCP I ever read was SCP-002. <laughs> is that and, the motherboard? Um, or is that the no, living room? No, that was room? the living room. That's the living room. So yeah. that was a fun thing to be my first thing, but my first favorite SCP ended up being the Snail Dragons. And uh-huh. on and off over the years, I kept going back to SCP or hearing things about it. I'd read an article every once in a while. Or I'd listen to I listened to you know like um, the exploring series when I was bored. Mm-hmm. However, I never really like understood how fucking massive it was, and that it was actually just there was more beyond the articles and just like the SCP Foundation. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until my friend had showed me a fan art that had been made representing every single one of the GOIs, and I looked at it, I was like, wait, what? There's more. What the what fuck are, are you things? talking about? And, um, 
I never went back since, and now I've been trapped for a long time in SCP hell. I was, I was gonna say, I feel like it's similar for the two of us. Where like, I wasn't super into SCP until we started covering it in the podcast, but like, when Containment Breach dropped, like, when was that? Like, 2010? I think so. When did Containment Breach come out? 200,000? 2012. So like, It yeah, was the same like, time, yeah. Or like twelve. That that was crazy when that came out. Like that, like that's SCP containment breach blew up, and everybody knew about it, even if they didn't know what SCP was. Like because like Markiplier played it, and whoever else played it, like you you knew. Yeah. <clears throat> he goes. Yeah, he goes pretty much of a fucking explosion. He does that a lot. Uh huh. It's crazy that Markiplier can cover something and just make it like the most famous thing ever. Like, <laughs> FNAF. yeah, FNAF, and he's other things that I can't think of off the top of my head besides that. Generally, a lot of the times when he like plays a game, no one else really knows about. It absolutely pops off. I can actually uh-huh. um, think of the same in how I also became a fan of Off. Um, Markiplier was actually a very big fan of Off. Despite mm-hmm. it being a very tiny cult classic community, that's one thing that's cool about Markiplier is he's like a big fan of these like random things, and he's just like, I love everything about it. Absolutely, Which you, you feel it. like so like with someone of that like notoriety, like it's just always surprising when he's like, when he's like, oh, I really like SCP, or I really like this or that. Mm-hmm. It's neat. So that that just reminded me of uh, of a funny little in joke uh, between me and like some of my author friends is uh, so the so the very this is always a a weird thing for me because it's like like my first successful my first article is not the first article that was permanently on like the site my first ever article which is uh, SCP forty two thirty um the redacted fanon wiki uh, was deleted um and then i rewrote it and re-uploaded it so it's not my like my first but my second article um 6419 uh because like you know i mm-hmm. I, I got this idea for like 6419 it's basically like the death note sort of um and like i was like man i need a like because because like like obviously this is like i'm starting and i was like i'm gonna use the chaos insurgency because that's a classic goi that i grew up with which i Uh-oh. apparently and the people don't like <laughs> the chaos insurgency because they're boring or whatever, but they, they can have their opinions. And in this article, I set up um, a character known as the red scar. She's like this badass like chaos insurgency, like agent. And I say like, yeah, she like, you know, she's wanted by the GOC and the SCP. Cause she released like 80 anomalies and she escapes at the end of the, uh, of the article. Cause, cause like, obviously like when I was writing it, I was like, yeah, red scar is going to be like one of the, the villains in my ongoing storyline. Mm-hmm. Then the red scar never showed up again because I just have no clue where to take this character other than this main premise. <laughs> and people ask me like, "Oh, when the when's the red scar gonna show up again?" I'm like, "I don't, I don't fucking know. I'm not the person to ask." <laughs> or like, uh, like one of my characters, uh, Maria Johnson, has a dead sister, and somebody asked me, like, "Oh my god, is the red scar like her dead sister?" And I'm like. That's fucking stupid. And no, I would. I would. <laughs> I, I hate. The, I hate the. 
I'm actually your your fucking like relative. I hate those like plot twists. So no, the red scar is You're not a Star Wars fan. Shut the whatever. fuck up. Or the only like, time so- I feel like I enjoy that it works is when they're both fully aware of it, but they just mm-hmm. fucking hate mm-hmm. each other. Or like I, it happened again, where like the um the the main the main villain of my storyline is a sorceress who is like a former serpent's hand member in Korra. Someone was like, "The red scar is Korra's sister." It's like, no, 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 that's not that's not interesting. Like, <laughs> let them. Dream. I'll figure let it out. Dream. One of these days, I'll get an idea and I'll I'll fucking do something with the red scar. But she's just like a meme. It's just like what happened to the red scar? Because after sixty four nineteen, she's just never brought up ever again. I love meanwhile. That. The only thing they ask him about researcher Greg Chudley is whether or not Greg Chudley is a twink. Which, as as the person... That's that's the standard procedure, though. As the person who Greg Chudley is is named after and based upon at least a little bit, I... I, Give us the answer. I don't think so. Give, give us, give us, I feel like I've, I'll leave it up to anyone's interpretation. Okay. If they so... want him to be a twink, they can, they can let him be a twink. But I've read every Greg Chudley article that's been put on that godforsaken website. And I don't think there's a single piece of evidence that he would be twink-ish. So, so, so I have a, 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 a bit of an, an, uh, I don't want to say it was an issue, but I don't really describe people's appearances in any of like my tales or SCPs, other than some like very I, like I know. light things. I think you you'll notice a lot of people don't. Yeah, and in my head, Greg Chudley, even though he's based off of he's partially based off of Jake here, in my mind, he is early twenties because I describe him as having a bachelor's degree, so I imagine that he's at least like right out of college, twenty four, twenty five, um, and he has a skinny build, so I would say. <laughs> Yes, Greg Chudley is a twink. But how tall? How tall is he? How tall is Greg Chudley? I don't know. I don't know when. This is a bad question to ask Sergio because Sergio's impression of people's heights is is skewed by his height. I'm I'm five. I would say he's a. He's at least average height. The weird thing that I I was asked in addition to if Greg Chudley was a twink was uh they asked me if researcher maria johnston was a twink and i was my response was she's a woman (laughs) 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 and i i couldn't i couldn't find if there was a female version of a twink i mean i found a few like 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 of people's like what it would be and i was like these sound sexist so i'm not gonna say them or I'm not gonna like because it was like petite or like pixie. I'm like I'm not sh- I'm not sure I'm allowed to describe women is, like that. So I'm just gonna no, say like wait 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 okay, N-A. okay. when people say like petite Johnson? and pixie, that's just that's just average comparisons. That is not calling someone a twink because a twink is a lifestyle. It, it is, is what you embody. A pixie is just being fucking short and usually is, um, having like short hair. Is is Maria Johnson a manic pixie dream girl? She is not remember when, a manic. Remember when that was a, a term like a decade ago. Yeah, she's she, she. I would say that she is not a manic, uh, um, a pixie dream girl. Well, at least we got that out of the way. We know that much about her. That I, I haven't. Uh, I haven't posted the tale yet, but she did recently commit her first murder. I'm so proud of her. She's gro- she's growing up as a character. Um, Amazing. Getting her first kill. This- 
Has Greg Chudley murdered anybody? Is this he has not <laughs> canonically <laughs> killed anyone yet? He plays League of Legends, so like it's gonna happen. Oh no! I mean, uh, immediate, immediately, immediately, Twink. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> if he played League of Legends, playing Twink, playing League of Legends does not make you a Twink. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I I don't make the rules. <laughs> yes, bottom dweller, um, fucking Twink ass. Oh. He, here, he, here's here's the real test. Real test if you're a, a true SCP fan. First question: Have you ever read SCP seventy four hundred? Your Honor, League of Legends. Yes. What is your opinion? Do you like yes it? Yes or no? I thought it was very funny. I thought it was a terrible, terrible of uh, thing to use for the fucking contest. But I still think it's funny. I mean, here's the thing about, like, using it as the contest. Like, it's it really funny. It wouldn't have funny. won. It's really funny, and it's well-written. I don't see why it couldn't have won. I, just I don't think get the huge like... controversy about it. I don't get it either. However, I just think, like, how it embodies itself, it's not, like... It's not SCP-7000, like, you know, the title, in my opinion. Uh-huh. I, I mean, yeah, I definitely, that's, that's fair. I, I definitely, like, don't think it should have been SCP-7000, but I don't think that it deserved the level of, like, downvotes that it received. Um, uh-huh. It doesn't even have that much to do with League of Legends, which I think is funny. Yeah, because honestly, you could replace League of Legends with just about anything, because it's really just about, like, like the like like the info hazard, but that just so happens to be centered around League of Legends. My question is, if it wasn't League of Legends as the punchline, would people have approved of it more? I... D- See, I think it would be very know. just generic if it didn't have League of Legends as the, as the punchline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it was Your Honor Fortnite, would people Your have Honor liked it more Fortnite. or less? <laughs> okay, so we gotta read. Yes, we gotta we should, read. We should, we, are there we, any we other should, questions that are had at this moment, or is it just reading times? Uh oh. Favorite group of interest. Favorite group of interest. Oh fuck. Um. Damn, that's actually real. Um. I really actually like um I really like Inori and but I'm also really a big fan of the circuit cults as well. Mm-hmm. Is that how you is that really how you different uh, answers? And I think that's cool. Is is that how you pronounce what I what I called Oneroy <laughs> in my head? Oneroy. Oneroy. Yeah. That's what I call it. I think it's really interesting and also just because I'm like a, I'm a big bitch about dream stuff. I love dream stuff. Uh-huh. I have to say, like, I love Wandsman as a concept. However, I think also the way that it is written and it presents itself and, like, the way they've formatted it doesn't work. The concept is good. However, whatever happened there, I cannot do it. I have heard that about the Wandsman, but how how, how I, I generally consider people in the SCP community to have bad bad opinions. I just uh, ignore um, that. It's a mixture. I've n- it's less, it's more about um how it presents itself, because <coughs> a big thing is 
Like, one of my biggest ifs about it is how it presents itself is that it is forced to explain itself in extreme detail to the reader themselves and not in an immersive way. And also mm-hmm. through the way of saying, we are trying to be best friends with the SCP Foundation. And immediately when I hear something like that, it takes me out of it a bit. I gotcha. I haven't actually read anything yeah. with the Wandsman in it, also. There's a um, lot of good, like, Wandsman articles. Um, Lord actually does, has made quite a couple really good Wandsman articles. Um, the Hub itself, though, I'm not a fan of. I, I, I did read uh, his recent Wandsman in the Grease Lands of Kansas, because I heard Wandsman mm-hmm. Grease, Burger Valraven crossover, and I was like, oh, that sounds funny. I'll read that. And I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What what's very funny though is that that uh that the one's been in the Greenland of Kansas was um written uh for a user named Alzen Cedag, <laughs> and Alzen yep. is a very uh uh v- he's a very hard to please strong critic, and he was one of my go to critters for a while. Um, and he was not a fan of it, and I was like, oh. Now Lord gets to <laughs> Lord gets to face the wrath of Alzin and not me. This is entertaining <laughs> to me to watch. I have, I'm gonna be honest, I have no idea who that is. Uh he wrote the uh well actually he, two of his works are featured on the main uh page right now. Um uh, Let's see. Yeah, the uh, the, the today today uh, featured group of interest format, the Ambrose and the SPC reviewer spotlight are all written by Alzin. He's pretty good. Um, and like I said, he, uh, like, like, like I, I, I considered getting crit from Alzen, like the, the final boss that I have to get through to post my work to the site. Cause I know like he's super specific. He's going to point out every flaw. If I can get him to upvote, then I know that like I did it, that I, that I made it like that, that the, the, the work is ready to go like onto the site. Okay. I do want to say, listen, listening. Is this an 049XOC tale? Which one? On the on the page. Which one? Which uh which page are you talking about? By um by Allison, um the I can't see the sun. You know what? <laughs> They're doing God's work. <laughs> that takes balls. That just, that's right. My, my friend Killer Poyo keeps sh- like wanting me to ship two of my characters together, and I'm like, no, please stop. I I I don't want them to get together. Is it who is it? Uh, it would be Maria Johnson and SCP seven two six one. Uh, Poyo really wants them to get together, and like, like I was describing them a, a, a scene in the in a tale that I haven't published because like obviously like. Like, like the the whole thing with the character like Maria Johnson is that she like you know always like dreamed of like being like a hero and going out in the field and she finally does with her MTF and she, um, like she, like 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 this cartel guy is like choking like the shit out of her and she pulls her she draws her sword and just slices this dude almost in half and she freaks the fuck out because obviously like she had this like like idea of like combat. Um, like in her head, and she's just like, I just like, I just, I just butchered another human being, and there was nothing like, like, there's nothing like heroic or about feels, it. like exhilarating, and, and, yeah. And, and and she she goes up, like so she could like 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 you know she 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 takes the guy down and she goes uh to find her her partner SCP seventy two two six one who is a vampire, 
and when she goes up to like 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 up the stairs she sees her like just like like there's bodies everywhere and she's just like take it like she's just like shoveling chunks of what was a dude into her mouth and she is just like losing her mind and and i tell this to poyo and poyo goes that should turn johnston on and i'm like no what what <laughs> hello does, does like, po- fucking excuse me killer poyo know know what vor is <laughs> no that's not vor that's just straight cannibalism there <laughs> because that's I'm what speechless. I'm getting from this. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's something. Oh, killer! I don't Poyo. think a, I don't think someone who is like currently thoroughly traumatized would look upon something that is equally or even worse, more traumatizing, and go, "Yeah, that's hot." <laughs> yes, seven two six one. You 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 eat those those cartel tell baddies. Mm, yes. Yeah. <coughs> That's enough about that. Honestly, let's though, get like, to the uh, what, Yeah, let's 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 get to the shit. Let's get to the funnies. Oh golly, I don't know. No, I do want to say All like right, so... real quick. Like when I when I hear about that, like when I hear that though, I just like when I whenever I hear these kinds of things, I always was just like, how can I make it worse? Like how can it be made even more painful and more distressing for said character? That is my and... generally go-to of, like, like my characters, where there's always something, like... there's All, all of them have some type of trauma or personal problem that, that they're, like, dealing with. Um, yeah. Like, like... Like I like like Johnson's got her dead sister and her trying to like grapple with obviously she just killed someone. Uh seven two six mm-hmm. one eight at least twenty four babies and she's trying to atone for it. Um she's best girl though. Um but she did eat twenty four babies. What is at least twenty four? What do you mean at least? Is there like uh, is there like well, room for error? Like it could well, be well, more. Well, so have the, you decided? So, <laughs> well, so, so so in seven two six one if you if 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 you if you've never read it. Uh, the stipulation of SCP-7261 is every month an instance of SCP-7261 must consume a human infant. And Johnston asks 7261, how many? Like, like how, how, how many? And 7261 says, I became, you know, a, a, like the, this vampire two years ago. You can do the math. So at least 24. That's a lot of babies. And you know, if we're talking about the 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 passing of time, it's more than twenty four now. Well, so, well, once once she was in Foundation custody, she stopped. Like they they won't give her um. Uh, ah, no more babies. babies. I get it. Ethics committee said no eating babies. All right, so tell us about this rate my director thing and how it came it came together because you you worked on this. Okay, so this is great to explain. Um. One day, I was pinged in a server I'm in with Rounder House, and he gathered everyone together, and it's like, okay, just fucking go. <clears throat> just mm-hmm. fucking go at it and make these rates and start doing this, and, like, this is what we're doing. I didn't know what it was for. I didn't even know it was an article. I didn't know what the fuck was going on, but I just joined in and felt like it. And then it came out, and I was like, oh, wow, it was actually a thing. I love this. <laughs> it's crazy how that works. And the funny part is, like, so mine is actually about uh, 
the director character I have for um, the stuff that I'm wanting to write. So I inputted mine, and that's the one that I, that mine made it. But out of anyone who made like the absolute bangers, the majority of the bangers are from Harry, and everyone was fucking shook with how many he just came out with one after another. I I especially um I believe I believe it's the director blank one that I I I saw that I uh um that I I enjoyed out of this one. Um I believe it's the one where it's like white guy uh, yeah yeah so 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 on this one it says rating director blank site 43 five stars white man spotted reply Dr. Blank <laughs> great now spot a director <laughs> white man spotted that's amazing. That's so All right. So, so do we want to like start from the top and go down? Uh, sure. We can all take turns reading each rating. Uh, yeah. Sergio, if you want to read the like top blurb part and then yes, we'll go right, you so. and then me and then entropy. All right. So rate my director is the only website that allows foundation personnel to anonymously rate your site director. Is your SD having you work overtime with threats of keter duty? Have they removed the good coffee machines from the researchers lounges? Or are they a great boss that brings in cake every birthday? Let your fellow employees know or check out a director's page to see ratings left by real personnel. Rating, Director Varga, Site 91, two stars. Honestly, I never know what she's thinking. Emotional openness is not Varga's deal, but on the positive side, she's basically ageless. Been a director since the mid-80s, and she's looked roughly 45 to 55 years old that whole time. Skeptical to a fault, but that makes sense in the position. Quite fierce, protective of her agents, and inscrutable. Rating two stars based on being totally clueless as who she really is. Nice library, though. Edit. She can't read these, right? Rating. Director Mendoza. Site 351. One star. Insists all physical reports are folded hot dog style. <laughs> Rating. Director Barrett. Site 184. Four stars. This guy is potentially the kindest man I've ever met. He genuinely cares about all of his employees. But my god, the shit he gets during into during his research would scar a torture-trained Navy SEAL. How this guy can read, research, and publish pieces about some of the most disgusting, horrifying things and come out the other end asking if people want to get donuts with him is insane. I hope he's okay. There's not a lot behind those eyes. Director Forkley, Department of Miscommunications. Five stars. Said it was opposite day orientation. Director Ashworth, Site 120. One star. You can never quite tell whether the man is writing new goals in the group chat or having a stroke. <laughs> okay i like that one if you were to actually see how he lives in 99 percent of the cases you think it's the latter one star rating director Ra therapy. Oh, sorry. oh sorry no you, you go yeah Damn. yeah sorry rating, so you're, you're tearing the family apart you're tearing this family apart how could you rating director theravin site 107 four stars <laughs> nice enough guy but when they promoted him to director, he divided all the site personnel into three teams and assigned us an elaborate competition with different scorings and points. It wasn't clear if it was like an icebreaker or a team building exercise, but no one really worked on it. We all just kind of ignored it while doing our regular routines. He stopped talking about it after a month and I can't tell if he forgot or is just self-conscious about the thing and doesn't want to bring it up. Rating, Director Lake, Site 322. One star. Dude, your vibes are rancid. 
I thought it was Lagoo. I won't lie. <laughs> well, it's it's it plague. It, it, yeah, yeah, because it's plague PJP's author insert, so it's leg. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. It's not Lagoo. I figured it was like French, like Lagoo. Director Howard, Site Sixteen, explained. Or sorry, one star explained in depth how, strictly speaking, D class can't have rights because they're vat grown clones that have no value to society other than to shuffle off their mortal coil. I just wanted a glass of water from the cooler. <laughs> Rating Director Trintavon, Site 37, one star, extremely personable, intelligent, and well kept. I have never worked under a better leader, nor do I expect to ever find one. They keep morale high, tension, and breaches low, and are probably the nicest guy you'll ever meet. That said, they would have worked better as a researcher. So, one star. Rating Director House, Site 666. (laughs) Two stars. I told him I was former U.S. military on my first day, and he would not stop asking me about boats. He has an entire filing cabinet dedicated to pictures of military boats, probably tens of thousands of them. I told him I was Army and didn't care for boats or the Navy, and he called me a shit-eating heel. Haven't had a word from him since. Classic Navy man. <laughs> so seaman. true. They don't call him seaman for nothing. Up top, Sergio. Rating. Director, uh, I'm not, I'm not trying. Is it Zynak? Zy, I can't read. Zyank? Sergio, I need you to pick. Zyank? 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 I don't know. Do you have any idea? Do you know how to pronounce it? Because I... Hang on, hang on. I'm pulling up Google Translate, and what I'm doing is I'm just gonna put it into English... That didn't fucking help. X Yank. Well, you know what? Upward, we'll go with Z-yank. it. X Yank. X Yank. <laughs> Director X Yank. Temporal Anomalies Department. Five stars. I am half convinced that keep going back in time to remedy any complaints made on this site. Rating. Director at. Wait, no, no, entropy. You're tearing this family apart! I, I am. I'm, 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 I apologize. Rating, Director Ashworth, Site 120. Five stars. Swore at me in six different Bay Idolex, and I ended up growing a tail. Director Wheeler, Joey Wheeler, um, Site 41. Uh, five stars. I remember my first day like it was yesterday. Me and this other guy were getting onboarded, and the other guy stumbled onto something that was a teachable moment sort of deal. So, so she took him aside, and I guess they went on some sort of adventure. Anyway, that guy died horribly because the floor became invisible, became invisible name-eating cockroaches or something. This was during the adventure inside the site, and she got a bruised ankle or something. And now there's a hole in the universe where the guy used to be, but you can still sort of hear him screaming if you take expired amnestics. She never once singled me out for a teachable moment, and I love her for it. I guess that's Josephine Wheeler, not uh, not Joey Wheeler. Yep. I'm obs- well, I mean, Josephine could be shortened to Joey. True. If you think about it. I'm also, I'm mad at you for not reading it in a Joey Wheeler impression. <laughs> you are tearing this family apart. Rating. Director Scarborough. <laughs> Don't I? What was the what were we reading that we had you do the the like high pitched like intellectual voice? Do you remember that one? The one that cracked he- Matt, like broke him? Yeah, yeah so so the, so Sean was on, we were reading um 
Orgy Council 9 End of Sex Scenario, I think is the name of it. And uh, I did like a cross between like Heimerdinger from Arcane, because I've never played League of Legends, so he's Har- Heimerdinger from Arcane. It's something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so funny. Because, like, Sergio's just, like, reading like he normally does. We're like, Sergio, do a voice. And he's just like, I believe! And it's just like, him one star isn't enough. I need him dead. That was supposed to be me, you bitch! Wow, Sergio. You need to do the voice. Well, you can take Director McInnes, then. You didn't even read the full thing! You didn't even read the one you were supposed to read! You just skipped it! Well, technically, that one's me. Yeah. Rating director Scarborough, site 58, one star, called my lunch ethnic. It was fucking mac and cheese with hot dog slices in it. <laughs> Sergio, do you, do you go into withdrawal thinking about the fact that they closed the mac and cheese place at the mall? I've only been there, like, a couple times, so no. That's okay, fair. Um, I'll do, um, director McInnes. Um... Rating, Director McGinnis, Site 43, one star. Can you read it with more spite in your voice? (laughs) He needs to know. (laughs) She is intensely unprofessional in every interaction. She took over a presentation because she found the real presenter's voice too boring. She reported my friend to security for listening to Ed Sheeran (laughs) with headphones in their dorm room. She once wiped a guy's memory for asking her on a date and then refusing to give her his wallet as collateral. She stole my shoes and wore them and when confronted said she assumed I'd stolen them because I look too poor to have good taste in shoes. Edit. I've been informed that the individual described above is not Director McGinnis. I amend my review. He is intensely unprofessional in every interaction. He swears every other word. He is constantly mocking the guy who does replication studies. He never leaves the archives, and every time you ask him a question, you can see him choking down a joke about your word choice. Also, if he looks like Santa, if what if he looks like Santa, if Santa was homeless, edit. I've been informed that the indi- individual described above is not, in fact, Director McGinnis either. I have no fucking clue who the director of this place is. Alright. Alright, the order's all out of order now. So we're Bro- so Sergio yeah, read this um, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah go I- to Yeah. There yeah. you go. Rating. Director Ector, site two sixteen, four stars. Can be a bit of an ass, but he puts us with puts he puts up with us calling him dir- direct director actor, dir- dir- director. So I guess you win some, you lose some. Rating. Director Reagan. Site 119. Have you ever looked at a word so much that it just, like, becomes not a word for you? For yeah. your brain? That's director for mm-hmm. me right now. Two stars. One of the simula- simulacrum administrators forgot to pass the word boundary, and my buddy Eric fell through the world. <laughs> the- <laughs> director Reagan was able to recover him, but now his neck is several inches taller, and his face is permanently tilted at a 45-degree angle. It makes standing near him in the urinals really nerve-wracking. <laughs> Rating. Deputy Director Temple. Site 69 Stellar Affairs Division. <laughs> Three stars. One time I asked her for her favorite Star Trek character is, and she said it was classified. Good at her job, though. Edit. Never mind, I figured it out. 
Rating from four stars to three stars. Rating. Director Moose. Site 19. Human. One star. Rating. Dr. Sumerian. Site 88. One star. Told us he would start supplying lunches for the site after extensive complaints about pay. And then on day one, we get to the cafeteria and he's handing out portions of dry ramen and dirty experiment water. Avoid at all costs. Edit. Found out he actually just eats like that and didn't know how hazardous it was. Not sure if I should add a star or remove a star. I'm going to be completely honest. Reading this, this is definitely a job at Sumerian's actual eating habits. Oh. <laughs> how bad are Sumerian's eating habits? Um, He eats Worse nothing than... but hamburger helper. Wor- uh, Sergio. <laughs> I love hamburger um, helper. I fucking hate it. No, but he eats nothing but hamburger helper. Um, and also he doesn't eat fruits or vegetables because he doesn't like them. He so... should check for scurvy. <laughs> I'll, I'll ask him later. Samaria, do you have scurvy? How are your there gums? Are weird sores on your gums. Are they fibery? <laughs> Anyways, okay. Um, Who's next? Oh, it was me. Um, rating, Director Dagon, uh, Site 403, one stars. Keeps calling me Lloyd. My name is Samuel. Rating, Sergio, Director we Blunt. Start, we should start calling Sam Lloyd. <laughs> Lloyd. Uh, rating, Director Blank, Site 43, two stars. He's not a bad dude overall. He knows what he's talking about 99% of the time. His weird fascination with esoterics, um, this person spelled fascination wrong. Uh, if this is Harry, um, bruh. Uh, I'll, I'll fix weird... it later. <laughs> Don't fix it his later, weird... it's part of the joke. <laughs> his weird fascination with esoterics is my main problem. I had to do some grunt work on his files while I was interning a 43. I had to keep making trips back from Fort to the library to get the definitions of what a sapientia means. He wouldn't let me take take the reference out of the library oh. because I had to learn them this way. Pretty good at proofreading, though. Reply, Dr. Blank. His weird fascination with esoterics. Fascination, fascination with a C. And I'm not a director. It was intentional. I just didn't look at the quote <laughs> oh. block. Yeah, I was, like looking at the, I was looking at the quote, quote block. I was like, are they like joking or is this real? <laughs> <coughs> Rating, Dr. House, site 666, five stars. I lost a bet. Rating, Director Bohart, site 333, one stars. System notice. Please fill your review. You cannot submit a blank page. Rating Director Ashworth, Site 120. Four stars. Whenever I go to his office with a complaint, he pretends he doesn't speak English. Rating Director Reverend, Holy Site 777. Four stars. Serious Reverend once cheated a djinn into giving him unlimited wishes. I'm pretty sure that's against the theological ethics code of conduct, but after seeing him tear a demon in half with his bare hands... I dare not to report him. Those eyes have seen things no mortal should, and I fear the day that they may fall upon me and regard me with anything less than respect. He doesn't even use the wishes, by the way. He cheated the djinn just to prove he could. Love that. Rating, Director House, Site 666, three stars. Awful. I'm pretty sure he only hired me because my personnel file said I was in Gamblers Anonymous continuously tried to provoke me into betting more than he knew he paid me. Which is next to nothing. He's a morally, and I'm pretty sure literally, bankrupt scumbag who will sell out his entire senior staff for personal gain. However, 
The site does have two open bars. Three stars. Rating. Director Tyrell. Area 12. Four stars. I like shooting zombies and we get to shoot zombies. <laughs> Rating. Director Director Wiggins. Site 45. One star. Always fucking stoned. He's not normal about it either. He'll call you into his office, pull up files you're technically not allowed to be looking at, and take a massive fucking bong rip whenever he sees an esoteric object class. <laughs> I don't like the esoteric <laughs> class slander in this. I'm an esoteric that was, class fan. That was me watching The Last of Us with Matt and Kieran at my brother's house. Sergio, I would just fucking... I would just walk away and be like, guys, give me like 10 seconds, please. <laughs> Rating, Director Wiggins, Site 45, five stars. Been coming here 16 years, can't complain, good guy, hard worker, respects the side hustle, and never stiffs you with money. <laughs> director ashworth site 120 three stars strong and engaging presentational skills however however you inform people twice within two minutes that they had seven minutes left to finish their current task i suggest using a timer in the future to avoid making simple errors like that as they reflect poorly on your organizational skills rating director director forkley department of miscommunications suggested ai generation would make our work easier one star <laughs> Rating, Director Ostrander, Site 232. Five stars. As neither a scientist nor a professional administrator of any kind, Director Ostrander contributes very little to Site 232's internal operations. She has, however, advanced our mission, our mission inestimably and has so far given me no reason to believe that I will be forced in the near future to employ highly experimental and untested ontodimensional interstitum manipulating technologies in an attempt to decommission her, should such a thing ever be possible. Also, she might be able to read this right now. Before I sent it, I mean, maybe before I typed it? Five stars. <laughs> Director Skeets, Site 106. Every Friday, she lets us buy donuts from the local shop she thinks might be selling haunted donuts to test whether they're haunted or not. What is, what is the, what is, what would happen if you ate a haunted donut? What do you think? Screaming. You'd probably get possessed by the ghost. What, the, the donut, like, screams when you eat it? Or, like, yeah. Think of it like movement? the stomach acid being the holy water. The stomach acid being lonely. <laughs> your, your friend's like, oh, I gotta take a drink of my, my coffee. And you hear his, like, mouth open. You just hear, like... <laughs> <laughs> Rating. Director. House. Site 666. Two stars. Whenever someone gets sent to the infirmary, he asks if we need to amputate. I don't know what his degree is in, but it definitely is in medicine. amputation thing. It, 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 what is the It may or may not be um a joke in regards to fascination with amputated people because of his character Ari who only has one arm. <laughs> and it's just this fucking running joke. My favorite um cards against humanity card of all time is Battlefield Amputations. Amazing. So, rating, Director Le Leg, Site 322, Lagier. two stars. 
Every month, 322 gets a shipment of new supplies because no one in this godforsaken place knows how to keep track of anything. Leg immediately stashes the Sharpies and dry erase markers in his office and makes a big deal whenever he uncups a new one. My desk was right down the hall from his, so when we walked over, barge in and forced me to sniff the tip. This happened around 70 times before I was transferred. Sniff. Sniff the tip. Sniff. Sniff, sniff, Tenno. Sniff, sniff, Tenno. Find the cheese. Director Reagan. Site 119. Two stars. I tried to report a point to Director Reagan, and he began phasing through the literal floor. It really felt personal. Damn. Rating. Director Weddle. Site 43. One star. I only got to Site 43 a couple days ago, but he's an absolute ass for someone who's a director of an entire site. Everyone laughs at me when I bring his name up, too, so, so I know it can't just be me thinking it. Reply, Dr. Blank. Come on, people, this is mean. To the new hires. Rating, Directal Cordal, Site 57. Five stars, best director in the world. Love you. Edit. Whore! <laughs> <laughs> I, see, I see a hyperlink, I'm mad. Is it to I the, uh, is it to the secure facility dossier? Oh my god, no, I know what this one is. Oh, I know. I, this is site 50. This is the site 57 of, uh, like, it's the sentient site. <laughs> yeah, it's the, uh, the, in, it's the, I think it's the insecure facility dossier. Uh, yeah, it is. Houses, cold I love it. Entry. Mm-hmm. Uh, rating Director Lee, site 501, two stars. I'm pretty sure the only reason why people stick around is because he's either blackmailed half his staff or the other can't remember why they wanted to leave in the first place. Between a greasy used car salesman in the back alley Denny's and the director, I would trust the former more. Two stars. I would give one if he was worse at his job. That one was me. That's the one I wrote. <laughs> I like it. I like I like the uh, the analogy or not the analogy the between a greasy used car salesman and a back alley Denny's. That's funny. Thank you. Five stars. Rating: Director Bohart, Site three three three. One star. Honk 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 honk. Rating: Director Theravin, Site forty three. Five stars. For some reason, I saw four for a second. I might be hallucinating. Who knows? Everything's fine. Director Theravin is one of the best sports in the Foundation. Uh, he's always so welcoming and meets us all headfirst with a can-do chin-up attitude, and he always gets back from all the things that ex- inexplicably happened to him. He didn't even get mad at me that time I spilled his spiked vodka with gasoline, which caused him to turn into a frogman. Love him so much. We, also, this is a very long list. <laughs> oh my god, I see that now. Yeah, we we can end at some point. <laughs> I mean, I'm down to I'm down to to finish it. I'm down to hit the touchdown. You guys feeling good? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Okay. All right. Um, what do you guys want to? We've got. Where am I? Am I? Am I at site? You're at the second. I... It's site one twenty again. It's the, yeah. it's the Polish one. Yep. Yeah. Director Theravin, Site 120. Doesn't speak Polish, so he fits right in. Rating. Director Theremin. Site Pumpkin. One star. Ooh. 
Oh god, this thing's so fucking long. <laughs> Rating, Department Director Caspian. Oh my god. Site 184, two stars. I feel like I've been getting the longer ones. I feel like this one's like a novella in comparison to the rest of them. Yeah, we can we can cap it off with this one because we've also got two whole other SCPs as well. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, I went to Ivo's office for what he called my quote-unquote orientation, and he was just sitting there in his black leather executive chair, back to the door, staring out the window. It was cloudy outside. Always fucking cloudy. The walls were covered in these artifacts, relics and paintings and diagrams. I don't know. I don't get- I didn't get a look, good look at anything. His desk was this rich mahogany monstrosity, the kind that 80 drawers and sub-compartments, and on top is this white, almost crystal skull of some kind of sea animal. I got into 184 for this thesis on deep-sea crabs, but if I had to guess, I'd say this was some kind of porpoise. I, for some reason, I said read it as purpose. The fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> I like the same word. Yeah. I've, Ivo pulled something out of the desk. A turquoise billard ball. And set it gingerly down. He said I was to take five minutes before bed each night and stare into it. And then I had to sleep right away. Make sure it's the last thing I do every day. He gave me a phone number to call the following morning if I had the dream. He said I know the one. A thoroughly uncomfortable experience. This guy couldn't write his bulletin memos more purple if he tried. He went to the beach once and he thinks he's Lovecraft or something. Two stars. That's a Before we wrap it up, uh... I, I did find I did find one uh one more that I would like to read. If you would control yeah. F on the page and type in hog slice because he wrote a um... review. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to read the uh, the hog slice? I will read take this one. Rating. Director Leg, Site 322. Five stars. Fucking pathetic admins think they can cage me. I'm a wild bull. I'm a fucking feral wildebeest. This piss leg is like a little piglet with his shit tigration program. Let's put the anomalies together. We can have the work with staff. Are you stupid? Did your parents drop you off a building as a baby? Never mix those weirdos together. Hog slice. Reply. Director Lake. Hello, Hogslice. While I understand that the integration pro program is unorthodox, its entire purpose is to test experimental containment methods. I'll also have you know that it's had an 87% success rate. Reply, and on. On break again, are we? Browsing rate my director for the fourth time today, are we? Why don't we take your 87% success rate somewhere else before I integrate <laughs> my fist deadly with your face? Unattractive, pasty, weak jaw. Hogslice. I love that so much. I love Hog Slice. What a guy. What a guy. <clears throat> Alright, so which one do you guys want to read? Because we had the one that I suggested, which was um, 5640, and then we had your guys' suggestion, which was uh, 6296. Well, oh. you are you are our guest. Um, I, I, th I think we should, like, give our, like, quick thoughts on Rate My Director. I thought it was really funny. You guys did a good job. <laughs> yeah. Entertaining. Funny. Harry absolutely carried it. Like, mm -hmm. hands down, he carried. But it was it was I... really fun to do. And mm -hmm. also, you <laughs> see, like, was. it has so many fucking co-authors on it. Yeah, I, I, saw, I saw this post and I was like, man, I wish this was a collab. Because immediately I was like, I know exactly what director, Ch director Chudley, <laughs> researcher Chudley was saying about his site director. 
Also, can I can I ask what the joke is about typing plague PJP as a comment? What is the origin of that inside joke? I don't know. really I don't I don't I don't actually know it. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I've ever asked. I the so here's the thing about when you're friends with a lot of authors. There's a point where you just stop asking and you just embrace it. You That's just let fair. it happen. Cuz I uh I mean, I I, th I think I, I I stumbled onto the answer. Um, I th I think Plague used to just come into places and announce his name like he was a Pokemon, so people just would comment on like his articles, Plague PJP or something like that. That goes hard. That does go hard. So let's get on to right. five six forty. <laughs> Duke Ethel, wielder of the Upwater Circlet. Circlet. Yes. Circlet. So why'd you choose this one? Do you um, uh, do you have a story one, behind I feel, it? I feel like it is uh, largely unloved. I found it when I was just going through and doing like the random SCP article. I found it and I absolutely fell in love with it. And I found it so charming and mm -hmm. so funny. It's one that I usually um, give to people to where they're like, you know, people aren't really into SCP or haven't read too many SCPs. And I'm like, listen, you got to listen to this one because... You you will realize it will open your eyes that things can just be lighthearted and enjoyable and pretty fucking funny. Mm -hmm. And it's a very simple and short one too. So I always love just showing it to other people because God, I love it. Uh huh. Fair enough, Sergio. Would you like to narrate? <clears throat> I can be the narrator. Uh, so, SCP-5640, by a Thalassophile, who is uh, Sondrance. Uh, level 3, 5640, classified, item number, I already said it, Euclid. Social containment procedures. Due to 5640's limited range, there is no restriction on the movement of aquatic am animals in the area. To avoid a Dagon class, which is a, uh, um, denotes an aggressive aquatic military presence, conflict scenario, 5640 is observed continuously by researchers equipped with ATCA to identify and, if needed, counteract the growth of a Barrow Type 1 minus civilization. According to the Barrow extension to the Kardashev scale, Type 1 minus civilizations are capable of mechanical engineering to some degree. Description. SCP-5640 is a partially submerged triangular coral reef in the Pacific Ocean. 5640 emits small amounts of thaumaturgical thaumaturgical radiation through unknown means. As a result, many of its inhabitants display conditional sapience within 400 meters of its structure. The various resident species of by 5640 have been seen cooperating in ways indicative of societal relationships. Further analysis has not yet been possible. Foundation researchers are capable of communicating with said species using the recently developed aquatic tele telepathic communication apparatus, but all species contact thus far have been distrustful to the point of fleeing. Efforts to improve relations are ongoing. Addendum. Several inhabitants of... I don't know why I'm getting this <coughs> number. Fucked up. 5640 have become enamored with junior researcher Timothy Kari following a recent observational period. Video and ATCA transcription is being processed now. Addendum. The following is a relevant component of the video and ATCA transcript of J.R. Kari's observation. Who would like to be Kari? I can, I can be, I can be Timothy. <laughs> if we want to get on a first name basis, Timothy. 
I will take crab because as a biologist, I'm forced to love crabs. Crabs are amazing. Um, entropy, you can you can take the parrot, take the parrot fish. fish. You know, crab and is my fourth favorite Weezer song. Um, there's two more, which is the the visor and also um, the Lord. The Lord. Um, uh, I will be the visor and entropy. You can take the Lord. Thank you. I love doing the Lord. The the Lord. All right, take it away, Sergio. Observational log transcript. Begin transcript. Junior researcher Kari descends to the seafloor approximately 10 meters from the edge of SCP-5640. I'm starting my watch now. It's about 11.30 a.m. Inhabitants of SCP-5640 are vacating my immediate vicinity, as usual. A few minutes pass. Kari remains motionless as possible. It is now noon. Nothing has changed. Really looking forward to the next two hours... 30. Two hours 30? I don't like how that's written. More time passes. Kari blows a bubble ring to entertain <coughs> himself. A juvenile parrotfish approaches. Upbeast. What? H- hello, what? You, Upbeast, what are you doing? Uh, 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 oh, um, I was exhaling. See, I breathe air since I don't have an- any gills. Yeah, yeah, we know how upwater works. I was talking <clears throat> about that thing you just did. Wait, you mean this? Kari blows another bubble ring. The parrotfish swims in a circle. Holy shit! Eugene! Eugene, get over here! Note. Inhabitants of 5640 answer solely to the names Eugene and Ethel. These names are used independently of sex. A small red crab approaches slowly. Ethel, that's an upbeast. You know that, right? You're too close. Back up. Yeah, I know, but it's doing this... Just watch! Up east! Again! Kari blows another bubble ring. The crab stops moving. Holy fuck. Right! This is huge. We gotta tell somebody. I mean, I told you, so my job's done. Wait, tell who? Shut up. Shut up, up east. A few moments of silence. Neither animal moves. Okay, I got it. Let's take it to the vizier. She'll know what to do. Hey, if you want to wake her up, be my guest. The two animals turn and move towards SCP-5640. Kari follows. When they reach the edge of 5640, the crab taps its claw against a gap in the coral. Vizier, we have something amazing. A zebra moray emerges from the crevice, its jaws opening and closing. And why, pray tell, have you disturbed my slumber? And with an upbeast, no less? It does its thing, Vizier, and I... Do not interrupt me. This creature's cohorts have adopted countless of our citizens. Their upvessels are omnipresent shadows over our fair habitat. There is no possible recourse for those who accept them other than the dry maw of oblivion. Kari blows a bubble ring. The vizier stops talking. Oh my. Right? This is, well, this is quite a different story now, isn't it? <clears throat> We're very sorry for waking you this year, but this this seemed important. You have no benthic idea, my delicious little denizen. We must take it directly to the Lord. Whoa, wait. We? There's no way we're allowed. This is a unique circumstance. Come. Come. (laughs) 
The eel exits its crevice and heads towards the center of 5640. Kari and the other animals follow. The vizier stops in front of an outcropping <coughs> of rock and presses its body to the sand. The pair of fish and crab do the same. My lord, we have brought you a gift. Tentacles unfurl from the darkness under the rock. The eyes of a giant Pacific octopus are barely visible. What is it? Bolded text in ATCA transcripts indicates telepathic communication with intensity exceeding an 8 on the adjusted Halloran scale. The vizier flicks his tail frantically at Kari. Kari blows another bubble ring. They're silent for a moment. Holy shit! Right? Right. The vizier dashes forward and clamps his jaws down on the crab. The crab squeals in pain as the eel's teeth crush its cell. Shell. See, my lord? That's tight as fuck! <laughs> it's tight as fuck. The parrotfish swims in a small circle against the sand. The crab has stopped screaming as the vizier eats. You, upbeast! What do they call you? Um, t t Tim. Timothy, sir. Timothy Kari. Kari attempts to bow. When that doesn't work, he instead blows another bubble ring. That is not a name! From now on, you will be Duke Ethel, wielder of the Upwater Circlet! Sure, yeah, that works. You have proven yourself a true friend of the Benthic people! I appreciate that, really, but I'm actually running low on, um, Upwater, so if you don't mind... Of course! Any member of my court may come and go as they please! Oh, cool. I'll be back later, if that works for you, I mean. The lord withdraws his tentacles back under the outcropping. Since the vizier is still eating, Kari then turns and leaves the way he came. Absolutely fucking rad! <laughs> End transcript. So sad that the crab died of ligma. That was pretty good. That was fun. I, I like that. It's it's very like it's very short. It's very simple, but it's very mm -hmm. enjoyable in my opinion. Yeah, I bet Kai I would this really a... like that. Yeah, I'll probably send it to him later. I see this was also a Jamcon article. Yep. What is Jamcon? Contest. Jamcon was basically like Cold Post Con, except with a different stipulation. I think it like you the had jam. you had to write three SCPs within a. Span of twenty four hours, or at least your entry. It, it was like write write an SCP within twenty four hours and post like three of them like on each day or so something like that. But it was like the same kind of stipulation of like no critters. You have twenty four hours to write something. Uh -huh. And you had to put strawberry jam on your toast. Am I right, fellows? <laughs> uh no. Oh, I found it. Uh, <coughs> uh, so at the beginning of every 24-hour period, a theme was announced. From the moment the theme was announced, contestants have exactly 24 hours to write an article based on that theme. Ah. Uh, interesting. Yeah, uh, like Cold Post Con, people complain... Well, people complain about every contest, and it annoys the crap out of me, but people complained about, like, Jam Con, uh, mostly because, like... is the, sa the same problem people have with Cold Post Con, where it kind of, like... You get a lot of low quality stuff because some people are just not great at self review and they just spit it onto the site. My okay, I do gotta say, with Cold Post Con, Kirby blew it out of the fucking water. Holy fuck! Which Have you one guys did Kirby read do? Kirby, like what? 
the nuclear option? Yes, I I, I did read the nuclear option. That one was fucking phenomenal. And for, Uh, like, a tail to get a hundred, like, fucking amazing. It was genuinely, blew me away. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cold Post Con was a great moment for me, because I placed fifth um, with the Chugwater Frogman, and it... I thought you got fourth. Light, light. Hmm? I thought you got fourth. It was either fourth or fifth. I can't, I can't, I can't remember. In terms of like, like if we were just counting like the SCPs that were ranked, I think I was like fourth or fifth. Um, but my favorite, <laughs> my favorite cold post con moment is I checked into SCP Declassified and there's a guy in there um, who I don't like, I've never interacted with this person and I don't even know what their wiki.account account is, but they just seem to just not like my work for some reason. And they're, they message like Jack Dragon. They're like, you you won't believe this, but Fanon is catching up to your entry, and I just I just replied, "I'm coming for him." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's who is this guy? Who, like, give me a name. I I might know him. I don't. I I legitimately don't remember you his. Just, uh, it just escaped your mind. Like his Discord user. Um, let me type what I think. Mm-mm. Uh, his his Discord name is just Stoner. I might actually... Goes by Stoner or Stoner999 in the SCB Foundation official server and SCP International. Actually, yeah, I don't know this one. <laughs> Wild, well, though. Well, you're on their shit list, Sergio. Be, be scared. Be afraid. My, my, be other, favorite afraid. Sto- my other favorite Stoner moment is... Uh, um, so Ralliston is trying to, is, has a, has a challenge where he's trying to write for every cannon and everyone's like, what are some quick cannons that we could just make like a tag? So Ralliston would be forced to extend his challenge. And I would go, I can technically oh, no. turn, uh, the ninth world, my, my hub into a cannon because it has six authors and stoner goes, don't do that to them. stoner, stoner goes, please don't. And I'm like, what? And he's like, don't don't force a bad cannon. And Ralliston just types, Stoner, shut the fuck up. And I was like, <laughs> hell yeah. Ralliston so much. Ralliston and the Stoner is like, I'm not trying to be mean. And Ralliston was like, I know exactly what you meant by that. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Stand up for me, bro. Listen, Stoner, if you ever listen to this, um... It's okay. Some of us just need to touch gla- grass a little bit, and um, SCPD d- is a place where people severely need um, to drink more water. SCPD is a fucking. I could I could go on a, I could go on a, a rant, a, a whole tirade about how SCPD is like a cesspool and brings out the worst in people. It does bring out the worst in people. There's a lot of great people in it. I just think that it's also a place where sometimes it can bring out the worst in you. Hopefully, um, it will change for the better in the future. I just stoner, think of it like it's, it's, it's this, miles. If you if you're listening to this stoner and you truly hate all of the published work by authors, so you think you can fan in, um, listen to all of our SCP episodes and comment on every single one of them about how much you hate us. And we will read all of them and cry. Real. Real. But either way, I was like, I I can understand, like, sometimes people just aren't really good at expressing their dislike for something, and then they just 
sometimes go a little too far. Yeah, no, my my fa- my favorite uh my fa- also my favorite backhanded compliment because I got this a lot when I posted the Frogman. We're like, wow, Fanon, I never enjoyed anything you've ever posted, but I love the Chugwater Frogman, and I'm like, thanks, guy. <laughs> Thumbs up. Thumbs up and smiles, <laughs> a single tear rolling down your face. Whatever, haters gonna hate. Which brings us to our, 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 our final thing that we will cover tonight. Um, SCP-6296, the last slice to make it count. If you still want to continue. That I is. still want to continue, absolutely. Okay, just making sure. Because it's been like an hour and a half, I think. No, it's been about um, an hour and uh, 40 minutes. Uh, close enough. Close enough. What's the number? 6296. Um, yep. Oh. I was in the wrong. <laughs> Alright, do you want me to narrate this one since I made you narrate the last one? <clears throat> yeah. Let's see if I can let's see if I can do it without having to cough or clear my throat or drink water thanks to my allergies. I love spring. SCP-6296. Level 1 unrestricted. Containment class. Safe. Secondary class. Mamet. Is it Mamet or Memet? I say Mamet. Discuss. I think Mamet sounds funnier, so I'm going to say it. Disruption class, dark. Risk class, notice. Special containment procedures. As SCP-6296 is largely self-containing, no containment procedures are necessary at this time. Description. SCP-6296 is the designation given to a single triangular pizza slice that... Due to its anomalous properties, has been permanently situated in the habitation and sustenance section cafeteria at the fourth sublevel of research and containment site 43. Any living organism directly perceiving or knowing the existence of SCP-6296 will be compelled to avoid taking and entirely consuming it. Usually, these these existence of SCP-6296. Wait, I just, I can't read. These individuals would attempt this by providing various excuses to why they could could not or would not eat it. Prominent excuses have included not hungry at the moment, let someone else have it, and lactose intolerant. Over 85% of Foundation personnel have has used this particular excuse, despite having no previous history of being unable to digest lactose. Do you want to know a really interesting fact I learned about milk? Speaking of milk... What? And lactose. Did you know that our our generation, um, statistically, seventy five percent of our generation is lactose intolerant? Yep. Isn't that, that weird? Surprise me. It's like a huge jump from like the generation above us. I think it's just because I, we're not I drinking enough of, milk. I think it's mostly because of like how it's being processed and the shit that we're being given. That's true. But also, if you do not regularly consume milk, your body develops an intolerance for it. Which Maybe. is why if you don't drink milk for a long time, you can... Uh, you I just can, drink you, you straight up milk out of the jug. I also do that. I would have to look into that because because uh, because my, my, my understanding is that you either have the because the, the default human state is that you don't produce lactase, but you need to break down lactose um, mm-hmm. or you can produce lactase because um, I 
I went a long time not being able to drink milk, if you remember, Sergio. Back in the good old days. And then I started drinking milk a lot again, and then I was able to consume milk again. Mm-hmm. Odd. I know some people, like, have different levels of lactose intolerance, because, you know, there's, like, you drink milk and you have stomach problems, or there's, like, you drink milk and you're stuck in the bathroom for four days. Like, there's different levels, but... <laughs> Generally speaking, our generation is significantly more likely to be lactose intolerant than any other generation, which I think is neat and interesting. And as a biologist, you need to cure it. Um, He's researching. You can tell by the umming. uh, Yeah, it looks like... um... Uh, yeah, you. Uh, it's called uh, secondary hypolactasia. It's where you lose um, your lactase persistence. Um, there's a variety of different uh, disease types that can um, get rid of your intestine's ability to produce lactase. Um, it looks like it might also be related to the gut microbiome. So, there's so that. So true. Anyways, I just wanted to share that fact because I thought it was cool. Despite okay. being approximately 25 years old, SCP-6296 has shown no signs of deterioration. Addendum 6296-1. Phenomenological overview. On the 3rd of April, 1996, the personnel of Site-43 decided to host a getaway party for former co-director Vivian Leslie Scout, who resigned from the foundation two days prior. The party was officially held at the H&S section cafeteria and was a it was a courtesy of Spicy Crust Pizza, a foundation front company first founded in Kansas, now operating worldwide. 25 whole pizzas, each with different types of toppings, were supplied for the party. At around 11.30 p.m., all of the provided pizzas have finished, save for a single slice, or a single slice, SCP-6296. It is believed that at this point, 6296's anomalous properties have manifested, and no Foundation personnel would attempt to consume or remove it in its entirety. Addendum 6296-2, decommissioning. In November of 2022, the majority of the Overseer Council officially decided to commission the Eversore Initiative, a campaign primarily manned by the decommissioning department with the sole purpose of effectively neutralizing low-level minor anomalous objects with the main goal of lowering monetary use within various research-slash-containment facilities worldwide. Following the massive breach caused by SCP-6004, the Eversore Initiative has been classified as a Class 5 priority in the SCP Foundation dogma. As part of the initiative, SCP-6296 was chosen among the anomalies housed in Site-43 that require neutralization. Initially, Dr. Alan J. McInnes, Site-43's current site director, was against the efforts of the initiative, expressing that these types of anomalies have little to no impact on the Foundation's budget. However, his concerns were overruled by the Council. SCP-6296's neutralization was managed by Dr. Harold Blank and Dr. William Weddle who have been provided with the resources necessary for the endeavor to be successful. The following is a video transcription of the neutralization attempt. All right. Who wants to be Weddle and who's going to be blank? I will be Dr. Strong. So I'll I'll have to fight to the death. I'll I'll be Dr. Blank. 
<laughs> okay. Begin transcript. Footage shows both Dr. Blank and Dr. Weddle entering the cafeteria, the latter carrying a large wooden crate with great effort. He finally places the crate down and stretches his arms and back, yawning loudly in the process. Dr. Blank goes over to inspect the current state of SCP-6296, nodding before walking back to the crate. He opens the lid and takes out several wires and cables. He motions to Dr. Weddle as both of them lift out a heavy metal object, identified as a standard-issued Scranton Reality Anchor, or SRA. The pair carries the anchor by its sides and proceeds to place it in the center of the cafeteria. Dr. Blank takes out a remote from his person and presses a button. The lights attached to the anchor grow, glow, glow a distinct blue hue, indicating that it has entered its proto-activation phase. Dr. Weddle uses the cable to establish an ontological grounding zone around SCP-6296, roughly 10 meters in radius. Dr. Blank presses another button on the remote, and the anchor proceeds to glow red, indicating that it has been activated. Dr. Weddle takes out and wears a pair of white sterile gloves before slowly approaching SCP-6296. He lifts the object from its plate and brings it to its nose, to his nose, sniffing it. He shrugs and takes a small bite out of the front tip of SCP-6296. What's up? Tuna? Dr. Weddle proceeds to throw the rest of SCP-6296 into a nearby acro- Acroabate Disposal Bin. End transcript. SCP-6296 has been reclassified as decommissioned. Its document will be updated shortly. I love it. Neat. This is unironically one of my favorite articles of all time, and whenever somebody says that eh, SCPs are too long, you can't make an SCP unless it's like 10,000 words long, I send them this. Because it's just, it's so funny. Like, I, I I love the setup and I love the punchline. I enjoy yeah. it. Now, my question is, how did seven of the eight slices get eaten, but not the last one? I would assume it's just, it just, it's just, like, on this, like, slice. that the Anom- Anomalously yeah. grew tuna. Goes hard. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I got, I got. Maybe nobody wrote down what uh, what what was what was on it. Maybe the tuna is invisible, isn't uh-huh. visible. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was good. I liked it. I think it was mm. pretty, pretty nice. And also, just like, I love how short the dialogue is. Oh my god! It doesn't need was, anything else. This was written in August, and you critted it. You're yeah, so old. I did. You're so old. This was so long ago. Oh. Mm-hmm. Ew, you're all crusty and old. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, jeez, August, August 2022 was. Um, I guess I remember you writing, uh, which which one was it? The the weapons manual in my bedroom in August. So that does make sense that you were writing at that point. Yes, I was. I was writing 6952 um, in August. Me, me sitting in my room playing League of Legends and Sergio just sitting behind me writing SCPs. Um, Good times. Yeah, yeah. Because because no, the sixty nine fifty two that's up is the third rewrite that was posted in twenty sixth of September, but the original one, yeah, that oh. was around that time. That's fucked up. Oh, I see. 
so, you're so old, Sergio. What the hell? You fell off. Old. You're old. Raggedy old man. I love water. Alright, well, I have nothing else to add. I have nothing else to add either. I I thought it was a very good SCP, and I think it was nice to cover, like, just some more lighthearted things. I really uh -huh. like covering lighthearted stuff, because I always find it's very interesting and more fun to do, like, silly, mm -hmm. stupid voices for them. <laughs> That's true. I do know one thing you could add. Oh? Places that people can find you if they're listening to this and they aren't following you. No. Segway. Oh, my God. Holy fuck. Segway. Um, Clap Segway. for me. Clap for um, me. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, you could find me. Um, emotional entropy. Don't do not do the E because Twitter's fucking stupid and wouldn't allow me to add one more goddamn letter. So it's M, <laughs> like a emotional emotional entropy um, uh -huh. on Twitter. And then you could just find me like emotional dot entropy on like TikTok or something if it doesn't blow up with by the end of the year. Uh-huh. And then also you can find my um actually I don't have my author page or my art page up, but uh you can find my shit on the wiki if you look hard enough. So true. And when you make an auth an author slash art page, we'll add it to the description. Hell yeah. When it when it happens. Just let us know when it happens so we can uh so we I can will let you know it. when it happens. Cool. Cool. Well, thank you so much for having me. You have an art gallery coming out soon. I do. I have a I have a public art gallery that'll be coming out in what? June. Of yeah, of my I'm so all of the SCP paintings I'm making that I currently do have in my possession and the ones that I'm currently in the middle of making are going to be at a public display at a local tap room um in my town. What? That is crazy. That's so cool. Yeah. And what I'm planning to do is it's going to be a semi-interactive display as well, where each of them are going to have their own custom QR codes to where people can scan and actually read the articles that they're on. That's awesome. That's so cool. What the hell? Thank you. Well, good I'm luck with that. I'm very excited for it. Thank you. I've inhaled so much spray paint. Ugh. <laughs> Oh my god! And you just reminded you just reminded me we were telling college roommate stories earlier of the <laughs> time that that James put a a spray painted trench coat in the common space of the uh, of of the the dorm room that had absolutely zero ventilation and also oh, put wow. didn't put anything under it when it was wet paint. Oh Jesus like, Christ! You should hang that that up in the bathroom and turn the fan on. And he was like, "Good idea." I do remember that, though. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. But yeah, thanks for coming on. I hope you had fun. I hope we didn't scare you with our insanity. Because we... We are evil people. Oh, no. I had an absolute blast. This was really fun. I'm glad. Well, if you ever want to come on again, we can bully Sean some more. Of course. We One day love... you just bring me on, but you don't tell Sean. That would be so funny. <laughs> I would so do that. I would we, absolutely we, do that. We we would actually do that. Oh, and that that reminds me. If if you are talking to Sean, um, and he says something to you that you would reply like, "Yeah, okay," you need to specifically go, 
Yeah, Sean. Yeah, Sean. So, um, I don't know if you've ever listened to Ram Ranch, the the, the music. So there's this uh, there's this series of songs written by a man named Grant McDonald in Ram Ranch. For those who don't know, and um, one of the main characters of the Ram Ranch music is um, what's his name? Sean Mendez. Sean Mendez, the musician, and he gets fucked by the Ram Ranch cowboys a lot. And so a lot of the time, the lyrics of Ram Ranch include the phrase, yeah, Sean. And so when Sean comes on the podcast, we just start going, yeah, Sean. Jesus Christ. We went to um, Anime Nebraskan in, what month was that? September? September, yeah. And uh, it was like 1 a.m. We were in our friend Matt's basement. And we're listening to just Ram Ranch because that's just what we do when we're bored is we put on a random Ram Ranch. There's like 800 of them. Mm-hmm. So we put on a random one and we were we were just sitting there like Matt's like asleep on the couch and Sergio and I are just like sitting there like listening to Ram Ranch and it's quiet and the music starts for like 10 seconds of like just music and no lyrics. And the first thing that comes out is yeah, Sean, swallow all that cum, boy. And <laughs> <laughs> It set us off. Jesus it was Christ. so funny. So we just, we quote, yeah, Sean, all the time, every time Sean is around. We just go, yeah, Sean. And it's all, if all five of us uh, hosts are there, we all start doing it. It's not just like one of us. We all start chanting, yeah, Sean. There's also a song that I think is just entitled Sean that does begin with, yeah, Sean. Mm-hmm amazing love that for y'all yeah so next time you talk to sean sexum make sure to make sure to yeah sean him i'll do it oh and make sure you yes. talk about your cousin who loves donkey kong cousin who <laughs> loves donkey kong Are ask him sure if his cousin was excited about the mario movie having donkey kong also if there is anyone new listening who came in here because entropy is on the show uh you could check out my SCP stuff at uh, wiki.com slash S-Y-T-Y-C Fanon. Um, you can also check out our podcast at our link tree. That'll be linked in the description. And we will be at Colossal Con Prime, if that wasn't clear from our earlier conversation, where you can come and bully us and get our autograph and tell us how sexy we are. But not come. Don't uh-huh. come, please. Don't don't come, but come. Also, you know. Listen to our uh, our SCP seven thousand six live play with Sean Saxum. Oh yeah, or we... any any episode that uh um features Sean on it. Because fun fact, Sean has been on our podcast more than his own podcast. That's true. Maybe both of them combined. To be honest, <laughs> but yeah, I got nothing else to add. I'm very dehydrated because I've been talking too much and my allergies are killing me. So end the episode, Sergio. Now. No.